Oh, what is up? Welcome to Bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig, and look at this. I'm recording the show live. This is going to be a technical disaster. Can you hear the music playing? Can you see me in the video? Whatever. I guess this is how it's going to be now. Uh, let's get this show started. We're talking about Matt Flynn today. All right, million dollar man. This dude made $19 million in his career throwing 17 touchdowns, which is a pretty good ratio per touchdown per million. I love it. I said per one too many times. That's not the point. Beginning of the show, I got to tell you what my upcoming shows are. So let's cross them off. The first one is Temecula. I'm in Temecula, California. This is on Saturday, June 25th. There's a 7 o'clock and a 9 o'clock show at the Merck Theater. You can get tickets by going to erichelwick.com. I am headlining the show. It's going to be awesome. Please come by. If you have friends in the San Diego, Orange County, wherever the fuck Temecula is area, invite them out. And uh, what else? Um, oh, I've got Barely Making It. That's right. That's going to be on June 30th. You know what's fucked up is usually I do multiple takes of this intro. But now that I'm doing it live with a video, I'm just doing it in one shot. I should say that too. Go on YouTube right now. If you're listening to this on your usual Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever, it's on YouTube right now. YouTube.com slash Eric You can see me, my fucking face saying these words. One take for this show. That's my, that's my rule. Anyway, see me in Temecula on the 25th of June. You check me out at Barely Making It LA at uh, the Federal NoHo in North Hollywood. That's going to be on June 30th, a 9 p.m. show. And then everything else, uh, just go to my social, erichelwig.com. Follow me there. Shows get added on all the time. If you want to see me locally, that's the best way to do it. All right. Matt Flynn, YouTube video. First time ever doing it. Let's get started right now. Here comes the show. Grab your gear and lace it up. Helmets on and cup your nuts. It's that time you know what's up. Here we go. Bring in the backup. Welcome to Bringing the Backups. Am I recording? I think I'm recording. I need a tech guy to be doing all this live shit. Guys, this is very exciting. This is my first ever uh, version of the show. I'm doing it all in one take, and I'm recording the video for YouTube right now. YouTube.com slash Eric Helwig. Let's get those subscribers up to 1,000. That's, that's plateau number one. 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, then, you know, before you know, look at... Before you're looking at it, it's 10,000 all of a sudden. Oop, someone just dropped a YouTube special. But look, here's the thing. One subscriber at a time. If you're listening to this right now, you're a precious little snowflake in my eyes, okay? You mean a lot to me. You're unique, listener. So uh, follow me on YouTube. Uh, let's fucking, let's do this show. Let's do a fucking show. People want this. They want the video. Uh, Brad Stoll's going to jerk off because he's been on me for like a year and a half to start recording video. But I need to hire someone to do this. For me to be running all this is crazy. But whatever. I feel like I've, I've the tech is up enough to, you know, get this started. I do have a fun show. No guests today because if I had to do the tech for another person here and set up a second camera angle, uh, my I, I would have to cut my own penis off and eat it. I, I would lose my mind. 
But it's just going to be me on this show talking about one of the most famous backups of all time. I'm talking about Matt Flynn. This dude, this dude hit the backup jackpot, okay? He made $19 million. He has zero CTE. <laughs> this is this guy is living the high life. Retired after eight seasons, made his money. And for, for all this shit that he gets, you guys know what you say about Matt Flynn. You're like, well, one good game. Shut the fuck up, all right? He had a good career, all right? 17 touchdowns in the NFL. How many do you got? You fuck. No, he did pretty good. (laughs) Some people are like, okay, I was subscribed to the video, and now I'm immediately unsubscribing. This is the dumbest concept ever. No, Matt Flynn was great. We're going to talk about him later in the show. He's going to get his due today. Hopefully you can see my face in this video. I don't know. So I don't want to, here's the thing, I don't want to make this all about the fact that I'm recording video because there's still audio podcast listeners. Okay, you guys, I don't want to leave you in the lurch. You've been listening to podcasts like fucking Pilgrims for the last two years, listening to me just with the audio, having to picture in your mind how much fatter I've been getting over the pandemic. But now you can see it for yourself. None of the shirts fit. Uh, to be honest, I am, I, I am losing weight right now. I feel good about that. I've been working hard. We don't got to talk about, you know, me getting healthy, taking some pressure off the feet, trying to make the plantar fasciitis not hurt as much. Let's talk about some real stuff. I got a shitty dentist. I went to the dentist and he, uh, he like took off like too much of my tooth and now there's food stuck in it every, it just, my, I, I had two cavities and I was like, okay, he, to fix the cavities, he made all my teeth hurt. Now all my teeth hurt. I, I can see why people say if you have a bad dentist, it'll ruin your life. Because now, like, you, I can't eat anything cold or hot or anything that requires chewing with my back teeth. I'm on, like, cream of rice applesauce diet. I'm eating like an infant. It sucks. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll stop hurting in a little bit, but uh, bad dentist. If you get a bad dentist, it takes a lot of balls. Like, if you're in the chair... And the dentist fucks up. He he hit my tongue with the like the teeth grinder thing, and I went oh. And he goes oh, I got your tongue. I was like yeah, I know. There's only one drill like object in my mouth right now. He drew blood. I got a bad dentist. Has anybody here? Right into the show. Right in. Eric Elwood Comedy at Gmail, or you can call in the phone number three two three seven one six. 6072. If you've ever had a dentist drill into your tongue, this guy, this guy sucks, man. I got, I, I got, I got to get a new dentist. Uh, maybe, maybe one of you is a dentist. You got any dentists in the legions of uh, bringing the backups fans? I mean, I'll need to see more than just your, the fact that you subscribe to the podcast. I'm sorry. You're going to have to show me some credentials. Do you have a website? Do you have some Yelp reviews? Sorry, look, if you are a dentist, you're going to have to fucking show me that you don't suck as well, all right? I'm not going to get another shitty dentist appointment under my belt just to try to make one of you feel good, all right? So, you know, come correct if you're going to do that. Dentist, done. Now the video, you can see me check off the things one by one. Is some of the magic gone? Do you feel like you're, you're losing stuff? All right, I should talk about this. Uh... I did some festivals. 
Uh, I've been doing a lot of festivals. Uh, I feel like every last podcast was the live one at Vale. I've done two festivals since then. One, not so good. I'm going to do the Hollywood thing and not talk about it because I don't want to name names and burn bridges. You can always tell how far somebody is in their pot, in their career by like how hard they shit on people that you're, they're clearly going to have to interact with. You know, like you listen to like old O&A clips with comics and they're like, uh, Joel Schumacher is the worst director ever. I'll never work with him. And it's like, oh, this is the guy living in New York doing open mics, not realizing that he's shooting himself in the foot. So I'm not going to shit on the festival that I didn't like. I'm going to say the one I did like, which was the Comedy Chateau Festival. I love the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood. First off, I could throw a baseball and hit it from my house. That's nice. I could be jerking off in my bed and then on stage at the Comedy Chateau in 15 minutes and have had time to wash my hands. That's how close it is. Love that stage. Love the main room at the Comedy Chateau. It might be one of my favorite places in L.A. to get up right now. Um, so yeah, they had a comedy festival. I got best of the fest. Yeah. Hell yeah. In case you're keeping count, motherfucker. That's the Aloha comedy festival. That's the U S comedy con competition. And now this one, three fest this year, you fucks. Someone take me on the road. with them. No, I, uh, so I got that, which is great. Uh, I love that festival. If you want to know the festival that I didn't like, you just go on my website and look at the other one. Uh, but yeah, I didn't didn't like the second one. Had to do some travel for it. It blew. But whatever. You know, that's life. <laughs> You're betting 500. That, that's fine. You know, you, the, the things come from the festival, so I'm not going to hate on it. But all the travel, man, it's making me like, oh, geez, should I... You know, we got to live in L.A., I guess, for career stuff with the with the wife. You know, she's doing well. But, man, it just makes you, like, when you live in L.A. and you got to travel a lot, like, like, I'll never take another vacation anywhere other than the East Coast to see my family. Like, other than that, I'm going to be on the road too much. So it's like I got to find ways to, like, if I want to go see, a you know, Myanmar, you know, I got to book a stand-up show there and justify it that way. That's the only way to go to... Myanmar. Doesn't Myanmar have like a, a genocide going on right now? Maybe I want to go there. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I don't know. Travel's been kind of getting to me. I've got a couple got a couple weeks here where I'm going to be staying put. But then August, we're going to, it's fucking kicking it back up again, baby. Be back on the road in August, September, and October. Doing shows, seeing families, kissing babies, running for office. You know what it is. Too much. Too much travel, I'll say. Check off that. I do want to thank uh, three people, Felix, Irina, and Ken, the guys that put together uh, the Comedy Chateau Festival. That was great. People that were there know that it was a lot of fun. Um, None of those people are listening right now. So to you guys, if you are in, uh, you know, LA at any point if you're not already living here go support the uh, North Hollywood Comedy Chateau it's a great spot they put on some good stuff I will say this I'm planning travel right now and I'm very excited to see some fucking NFL college football games I just cannot wait for football to get back I mean I really I mean look gay pride has been a fun month but let's get getting back to football will be great 
I love pride, but it's not holding me over like football season is. Let's get back to football. <laughs> Let's get some football games going here as soon as possible, please. I cannot wait. And I, I've booked my first one. I'm telling you this. I'm going to be in North Carolina for the North Carolina Comedy Festival. It's week two of the college football season. Now, I would have said Wake Forest. I would have said Duke. I would have said uh, Coastal Carolina, even ECU maybe. But there is a game that's going to be closer to me, and that's Charlotte. That's Maryland at Charlotte. Week two, I'm going to be there in Charlotte. Why the fuck Maryland is scheduling Charlotte and taking them on the road? I mean, look, I I will say this. I wish more big schools, more power five schools went on the road to group of five. That'd be great. So I want to support that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Charlotte, they're going to join the AAC in a couple. You know, they're moving there. They're moving on up. I'm down. They're going to be extending. They're going to be growing their football field to make it bigger. It's going to be cool. Charlotte, I'm going to be there. That's on September 10th. I will not miss it. That's going to be my first college football game of the year, unless I go to the one the week before. Maybe I go to a West Coast one I hear catch UCLA. Haven't been there yet. I gotta get. I gotta. I'm gonna. I gotta make football games happen this year. I always say I'm gonna go. I go to like one or two every year. But like, why not more? Especially when I'm on the road. I, you know, go to a game, come back after. You're like, I'll. I gotta do it. So that's that's gonna be fun. And I. I guess now I gotta be a Terps fan because I went to a Terps game last year. They took on uh, the Mountaineers of West Virginia. Man, West Virginia is a place where you don't want to go there unless you live there, right? I mean, holy, wasn't that like the one place in the Civil War that like nobody could, like, they could have just become their own state. Nobody wants to go up into those mountains. You can't fight the Mountaineers. Like, they got the high ground. I've never been to, uh, was it Morgantown? But my brother's been to games and he tells me, it's like you just come into the town and you're like, whoa. Yeah, they would, they would, your life is at risk if West Virginia loses in that game. I mean, that's a, West Virginia, it's their own breed. I remember one time I was in the hills of West Virginia going to some like outdoor thing, like some leadership nerd thing when I was in college. I was a little nerdy in college. Uh, Not the big tough guy that I am now. (laughs) And uh, our bus broke down and there was a dude on his porch with a gun. (laughs) <laughs> just in a rocking chair, which sounds like, oh, like hacky West Virginia joke. No, dude, I fucking saw it with my own eyes. It was insane. It was right there. Like, you know, just fucking making homemade wine <laughs> and, uh, you know, running tripwire. Everything in the Bo Cephas song. <laughs> they're just fucking ready for the singularity. Like, they don't even have TV. They're, they're going to be cool with it. The only, thing I get, got, they, the only thing they have to get used to not having anymore is like AM radio. I, I fucking I, I gotta I gotta catch a game in West Virginia, man. That would be fun. That's that's a worthwhile trip. I got family in Maryland. It's not that far. Like I said, my brother went to school in West Virginia, so he's got some ties there. I think we gotta make it happen this year. I think this is the year. I think if I'm home anytime on the East Coast from September to December, I'm going to a football game on the weekend. I think that's what it is. I'm just making the drives, I'm doing it. I'm making the commitment. I'm doing this for me. I'm living my best life. Okay? I'm doing me. This is my truth. All right, that's enough of that. Look, we're going to get into Matt Flynn right now. Before we do that, though, how about this? How about a little PSA from my wife? Enjoy this right now. 
Sorry to interrupt the show. This is Liz Galales, Eric's wife, stepping in quickly to ask that if you're listening on Apple, please review this show five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, please subscribe there. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like the video, and leave a comment. Thanks so much for supporting my husband's podcast. And remember, if anyone calls me a cunt in the comments, I'm fucking donezo. You'll be smelling rubber from the peel out, you feel? I'm not playing. Leave a cuntless review for this show or I'm a memory. Truth. Galala's out. Do you guys get the cunt reference? It was very early on in the show for the listeners that have been here for the whole time. My wife's only condition on coming to this onto this show is uh, not getting called a cunt by any of you. That's like, and I'll, I'll say this too. Don't do it. I feel like the more we say don't do it, it's going to happen. All right, let's get into Matt Flynn. <laughs> That's going to be the call for every white backup quarterback I do. We'll just start off the the review of his career. Matt Flynn. All right, I'm not going to talk about his high school career. We don't do the high school here, but listen to this lineup. He was on the Packers, Seahawks, Raiders, Bills, Packers again, Patriots, Jets, then the Saints. That's a backup career, baby. Now, most of those years are coming in Green Bay. He had two stints. Lots a lot of other practice squad kind of BS in between there. But this guy's a winner. Super Bowl champion. 2011 season. All right. One, uh, he was a national championship at LSU. Once when he was redshirted in 2003. But then as the starting quarterback, he was a fifth year starting quarterback for the first time. He played behind Jamarcus Russell. Old... Purple drank. Is that what it was? I don't remember. What's, is it codeine? Am I getting that right? Whatever Jamarcus Russell did. Actually, my, uh, my boy Flemlo, who was on the podcast a few episodes ago, he just did a Jamarcus Russell YouTube video. That's Flemlo Raps. Well, actually, he's gonna, we're going to hear from him later in the show, I believe, um, as I'm spoiling bits that are coming in the future. Uh, he just did a Jamarcus Russell vid that I got to check out. Maybe I'll link to that in the YouTube video. I should do stuff like that. That would be like the responsible thing to do. So maybe I will. But anyway. Um, oh, yeah. What was I saying? Yeah, Matt Flynn played behind Jamarcus Russell. And Jamarcus Russell in college was like, you know, LSU wasn't, didn't do anything that spectacular while he was around. But it was still like, the talent was insane with the big arm. And, and Flynn has, you know, comparatively speaking for an NFL quarterback, like no talent. So that 2007 BCS National Championship season, this is like the glory of a backup quarterback. This dude was a backup still in college. Got his shot, and, and he did what you got to do. All right? Look at, listen to these numbers. In the national championship game, he completes 19 of 27 passes for four touchdowns. Offensive MVP of the game. Matt Flynn, Seattle Seahawks, in their mind, they were like, we're going to waste $20 million on this guy in five years. That's what they were thinking. Seahawks were ahead of the game. Pete Carroll knows what he's doing. Pete Carroll, who's like 98 and looks like me. He looks better than me. What's what's up with that guy? What, what, (laughs) What fountain of youth was Pete Carroll dipped in? This guy's like doing like upside down sit-ups and training for Top Gun. Like fucking old man river in better shape than me. I don't like it. 
Anyway, whatever. Matt Flynn, LSU 2007 National Championship. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are like, not, they're not even that great. They're, he had 2,400 passing yards, 21 touchdowns, 11 picks on the season. And then rushed for another 205 yards. He's just like a game manager at LSU, but he's, they've got the talent, obviously. He takes a team further than Jamarcus could. Gets drafted seventh round, right off the bat. Dude made $19 million in the NFL. He's a seventh round draft pick. Are you kidding me? He goes right up there with Farratt as one of the most successful I'm sure Farratt made more money overall, but like Flynn, okay, I'm immediately disproving my point. Farratt was a more successful quarterback, but still, Flynn, here's the just, I don't think it's fair that he just gets lumped in with the shitty contract. Like, that's not his fault. What's he supposed to do? Not take the money? Dude crushed the Lions. He got paid. Don't hate. All right, gets drafted by the Packers. He's the uh, they give him put him on one of those sweet four year rookie contracts, where you make thirteen bucks uh, uh, per game, per concussion, and uh, he ends up beating out Brian Baum for the backup for Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, the Packers we we've talked on this podcast have many, many backup quarterbacks of note. Um. Yeah, so I guess the whole point, like, at that point in 2008 was, like, it was surprising that Flynn was able to do that because, I guess, Brian Baum was considered to be, like, the better athlete. He was, like, the actual insurance policy if Aaron Rodgers didn't work out or got injured or whatever. But, like, Flynn outperformed him in camp as a rookie, which is huge. Gets into a couple games... Uh, first two seasons. His third season, that's the 2010, that's the Super Bowl season where he comes in, beats the Patriots in his first start when Aaron Rodgers couldn't play. That Oh, no, he lost to the... Wait, hang on, they lost. Uh, whatever, I'm just reading the fucking YouTube page. The, the point is, is whatever. He was fine. <laughs> he was a good backup. All right, and we all know what happens in January 1st, 2012. All right, we all know. Meaningless game. Packers are 14-1 and against the Lions, who are, you know, Owen, who cares? And Flynn, our boy, throws for 480 yards and six touchdowns in a 45-41 to victory. Those are both single-game Packers records. You hear that, Favre, Rodgers? Take a seat. How fucking awesome that Matt Flynn has that record. And so everybody just just like, oh, like the, oh, he's so great. He won a meaningless game. We didn't learn our lesson from Rob Johnson in 1999. Seahawks come in, swoop in with the big deal. Look at this. Three years with the Seahawks worth $20.5 million with $9 million guaranteed for one game. A meaningless game. Dude, Matt Flynn is like, this is this is like maximizing your value 101. This dude should run a seminar. It's 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 incredible. Immediately gets beat out by Russell Wilson. Of <laughs> like, boom, third round pick, beats him out. Flynn's out of there. Seahawks trade him after this. He threw like nine passes. Russell Wilson's incredible from the jump. Old, you know, old man Pete Carroll is like doing his like fucking Seattle rain dance yoga, staying young. They get rid of uh, Flynn. They trade him. 
And they trade him to the Raiders, where he's supposed to start again. Does not happen. Gets beat out by Terrell Pryor. And Terrell Pryor has got to be a quarterback on this show at some point. Because I remember that dude being like, oh, this guy's going to be amazing. Because he, he had this amazing, he like had like a 90-yard touchdown run I remember watching one time. The dude was like so explosive, had a good enough arm to play quarterback. I, I'm not smart enough to know why it didn't work out for Terrell Pryor, but I remember him beating out. I remember that quarterback battle. And I remember uh, Flynn sucking and getting cut during the season. He goes, and he went, I did not know that he went to Buffalo for a little bit, but he did, you know, whatever, practice squad stuff. But then goes back to the Packers. That's what I'm talking about. You got Aaron Rodgers out. Seneca Wallace was out late in the season. Scott Tolzien making some plays. And they're like, we got to get somebody in to back up Tolzien. We can't put all our money on Tolzien for the 2013 season. And Flynn comes in and plays pretty good again in 2013. That's the, he went two and two as a starter that year. And he's got, this is the, this is actually the real best game. It's not the shitty Lions game that means nothing. It's the game in 2013 against the Cowboys. Look at this. The Packers were down 26-3 to at halftime, and Flinney brings them back. New nickname, Flinney. Write it down. Dude, this dude, he's, he's pretty good. He's like, all right. Four games, finished the season with 66 yards, no touchdowns, one interceptions. Okay, okay. so anyway, he, he plays well in 2013. The Packers end up making the playoffs. 2014, he barely plays, and his career is over. He does the Patriots for a little bit, the Jets, practice squad, Saints, doesn't, uh, doesn't play. That's it. And his wife's hot. That's the other thing. That, that is important to say. Lacey Minshew... And, uh, you know, she took her took his last name. That's the first thing. When you check these Instagrams for their, the player wives, you know, you see a lot of Christ stuff on there. They took the last name. These ladies know their Bible stories. Lacey Minshew Flynn. Hot. Man, I'm telling you, all literally every and every NFL player, you could be just the worst absolute practice squad dredge. The second you get called up, it's like something in the universe is just like hot wife. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Good for them, though, man. Like, that's that's what you got to do. Now she's still, they seem like they got a nice little family. I uh, Now I feel like a creep. I, I did what I did. I went on her. I, I typed in her name to see who she was. She's married to Matt Flynn. They got kids. It wasn't like uh, when I looked up Andrew Walter a couple episodes ago. And it's him on a YouTube video, like, calling his ex-wife a whore. And you're like, woof, this is, this is dark. <laughs> it seems like Matt Flitt is happy. And I saw, like, he's still getting interviewed by the Packers. Like, as of 10 days ago, the Packers are putting up, like, a, a blast from the past. Matt Flynn, talking to Matt Flynn for 20 minutes. He seems to have some good perspective on his career. Dude was a seventh-round pick. Dude didn't even start in college until his fifth year at LSU. So he was probably felt very grateful for everything he got, and I'm happy that he fleeced the Seahawks, all right? I'm, I've, I'm done with the Seahawks. I don't like that they've got the stadium that makes the, their crowd louder than it already is. It's just like it's kind of a dumb place. 
Wasn't that where like Chaz Chop was? <laughs> the autonomous zone. I'm not going to get political. The point is, do not care that he got 20 mil out of the Seahawks for absolutely nothing. Good for him. Good for these guys. You can re- you can have two thoughts in your head at the same time. You can root for your favorite team, but also secretly root for the guys who are like, you know, not going to remember their kids. Like these guys are putting it on the line. You should want them to take every dollar they can. When they can move on it, they got to move on it. I mean, what these guys have a window of like 7 years to make all the money they're ever going to make and then they're going to just like do what? Get really good at cooking. Like, what do these guys do from age 30 to, like, 52, which is, like, the average lifespan of an... <laughs> and I'm just kidding. Uh, what are they supposed to do? Now they, like, start podcasts, which is kind of cool. I kind of like that they have podcasts. And they just go, like... <laughs> See, now, like, that whole thing of, like, well, who's this guy telling us about... Who's this guy telling us about uh, sports? His journalist didn't even play the game. Now you have like every single player has a podcast analyzing every game. So you don't ever have to listen to the opinion of somebody who didn't play. I guess that's good. I don't know. Athletes should have a voice, but we should remember that like we all knew athletes in college and they were, uh, you know, high school and, you know, they were generally speaking dumb, but that's fine. They what? They don't get a voice because they're dumb. A lot of dumb people get a voice. That's the whole. This is America. Did you guys see Top Gun? Holy shit, was Top Gun good? Oh my god! That's the first movie I've seen with an American flag in it that isn't burning in the last five years. I mean, what a fucking patriotic homage <laughs> to, to America that movie is, dude. Tom Cruise, I mean, we got to enjoy him before the full story comes out, right? Any one of these days, uh, one of the women that he has locked in his dungeon is going to escape and is going to talk to, you know, Savannah Guthrie on the Today Show, and we don't get to have Tom Cruise movies anymore. So as long as we do, every time a movie comes out, he is the last great movie star. That's what everybody's saying about him now. He's, he's the last movie star. And that's true because all the other movie stars also killed women and got away with it. And he's doing that too. So, like, he really is the last movie star. And <laughs> that he is somehow evading capture for his terrible crimes with the Church of Scientology. What, what, what's our time? We're at half an hour. I'm, I'm going to go short on this one. <laughs> Dude, Top Gun rocked. I'm going to go see it again. I want to go see it in IMAX. I want to see the the Jets going. I don't care how corny the movie is. I like, like, uh, fucking Rooster's son. No, Goose's son, Rooster, is in the movie. It looks just like Anthony Edwards. But then they go too far. Then he's, like, at the piano playing the exact same song his dad did 35 years ago. It's like, what, this this 30-year-old guy wouldn't be playing a more contemporary song? He's still going to play... Great balls of fire. Like, he's still doing that? Is his only goal in life to be identical to his father? Or are we hitting the nail a little too hard on the head? <laughs> it is. This movie is on the nose. And you know what I liked? Is they there was a whole thing about, like, they took off. There was a Taiwan patch on uh, Tom Cruise's jacket that they took off. Because they were like, oh, China doesn't like Taiwan. And they put it back on. That means we got to fucking, we got to support movies that piss off China, all right? I love it. 
I love it. Great movie. It was so good. Everybody likes it. Everybody, like, I, like it's literally like 98, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, critics and the audience. How often is that? Critics have to hate it if we like it. That's their whole job. Okay, I know that my listeners, are, I have the type of fan base that thought Jack and Jill was very funny. And the critics didn't like that you liked it. They let Adam Sandler know. So the fact that even the critics have to be like, I got a boner during the movie, and then I attached an American flag to it and flew it. Yeah, that's, that's what we all did. It was great. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. Looking good. Everybody's getting shitty that they didn't invite the old, the, the lady from the first one back. But it's like, you know, it's okay. She aged. No one's hating on her for aging, but it's Hollywood. You got to look good. Men got to look good too. If Tom Cruise actually looked like a 60-year-old man, like if he looked like my dad, Tom Cruise wouldn't be in the movie either. It'd be Top Gun starring, you know, fucking, who's, who, I don't know. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> He's like the guy that takes franchises from people, <laughs> Right. Didn't he do that? What didn't he do that? What? Oh, the because he made the Bourne movie. That's right. I knew that made sense. I had to think about it. I had to track that one a little bit. No, you got to look good in Hollywood. You see Tom Cruise on the beach? That's not a 59-year-old body. That, 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 that's a body that's only kept looking that good through the 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 pain and suffering of, of the women he's murdered in the pursuit of Thetan release. <laughs> <laughs> in the Church of Scientology. Man, I mean, look, I live in L.A. Those That Scientology crap is all over the place. And it's like, I don't know. There's one place that they're supposed to have, like, really good brunch. And I'm like, do I go in there? Do I want to, like, see how crazy it is? Like, it, it can't be that crazy. And then you watch the documentaries, and they all have, like, the, dun, 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 like, music, like, oh, here comes the bad stuff. I'm not saying like, it's it's wrong. I mean, the truth is, is every single religion you could make that documentary. Like, what religion doesn't have people getting abused at some part? But Scientology seems like uh, I don't know. The truth is, is, I watched Top Gun and I was like, maybe Scientology works. I mean, these movies are great. He hasn't made a stinker in like a decade. They're all good, even the bad ones, like The Mummy. That's like the shitty one. That's the shitty Tom Cruise movie. And you're still like, good. What's the worst Mission Impossible? Probably Ghost Protocol. Still pretty good. Nothing's bad. Is that the one where he like runs on the side of the tallest building in the world? That's pretty fucking cool. And he does all of it. He does all of it. And it and it all it cost is the souls of a couple young idiot actors. They got drug into Scientology. They'd have to like, you know, I don't, I don't know, like clean his shoes with their tongues. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Top Gun was awesome. All right. Anyway, I, I think that's the end of, uh, well, let's, let's wrap up Matt Flynn. Okay. Here's the verdict on him. He got fucked in the public eye. All right. Financially, he made out like a bandit. But to you, the people out there, the next time someone's like, oh, Matt Flynn, oh, shitty quarterback. Fuck you, dude. 17 touchdowns and 12, 11 interceptions. A quarterback rating of 85.9, which is over, that's, that's above average. 
three and four as a starter. And he had four comebacks and three game-winning drives in those wins, which means all three of his wins were comebacks, and he had comebacks coming in during the game. The dude was clutch. Couldn't beat out Russell Wilson. Got a couple injuries in Oakland, and you're going to say he sucks? Fuck you. Matt Flynn. I would have built, I'll build my, he's only 37. Bring it back now. Who's backing up Aaron Rodgers now? What, he can't beat out fucking the dude from UCLA that sucks? Jordan Love? Nice move, Packers. What a, everybody's like, it's so cool. They're like, they run themselves like a college. Yeah, drunk on keg stands, picking first round backup quarterbacks who suck while you've got Aaron Rodgers. Nice. What's up with Aaron Rodgers? He dumped that hot actress to date a, a chick named Blue. You see that? Aaron Rodgers' choice in women, man, I, he's... He goes with the witches. Like, like that chick... If somebody tells me your name is Blue. Hi, I'm Blue. Which suspicion is already way up there? Then an article comes out where she's denying she's a witch, and I'm like, this is, is this is what a witch would do. <laughs> a witch would not say, yeah, you caught me, I'm a witch. A witch would say, I'm not a witch, also my name is Blue. Like, she's 100% fully a witch. And uh, I think the only person, I, I think Aaron Rodgers needs a little straightening out. And uh, the only person to do it is to bring back his, his greatest backup ever, and that would be Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, the verdict, he got fucked. Let's go to the voicemail right now, and uh, after that, we're going to wrap up. Bring in the backup's voicemail. Hi. Can't do it. All right, let's get into these voicemails. We did get some. Thank you guys for uh, reaching out with the voicemails. Let's, uh, let's get to the first one right now. Here we go. Hey, what's up, man? This is uh, Frankie Cheeks. I uh, just wanted to, just, uh, you know, speaking of cheeks, I just wanted to ask you a question. What's your favorite uh, baseball uniform that you got? You know, speaking of uh, bringing in the backups, I like when they back it up. You know what I mean? My favorite is the Phillies. I don't know. Uh, just, uh, you know, let me, let me know. What's your favorite baseball uniform? All right. Good. This is Frankie Cheeks. Yeah, that's uh, way, way to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell my friends, like, call in like you're natural, and then that's f- saying the name Frankie Cheeks 18 times in the message. That's somebody's idea of being natural. Comedian Mike Perkins. Thanks, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Cue me up for a question I already want to talk about. Favorite baseball uniforms, Frankie Cheeks. Thanks for asking, buddo. I'll give you my. This is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you my top five current baseball uniforms. I'm going to give you my top five throwbacks. All right? You ready for this? Number one, we've talked about it a million times. Padres. Poop and piss. Leaning into your ugly colors. You got to do it. That's number one. That's a lesson for the rest of the league. Are you listening to me? Devil Rays. Neon Devil Rays. All right, number two, I like the Pirates. I like the pinstripe when they wear them, which is rare, but I I think, well, maybe they don't wear them anymore, but I like the all black with the blue, with the, uh, I like anything yellow highlighted. I just got to say it's like one of my favorites. Um, But I like their ways. I like their grays look good. I like yeah, I just like I just like the color scheme. I I, I want to also award a city for color coordinating all their teams. Pirates, Steelers, Penguins, all the same colors. Beautiful. Let's get that USFL team you got. What are the Maulers? They what what are they doing? Like what? Purple and orange. What are you? The Suns? 
Let's get let's go with the program. Number three, I'm going Brewers. I like the throwback. Like the, what the Brewers are doing now with their uniforms look great. They've made the right choice. Royals, I think, have a great uniform. It's it's simple, but it's classic, blue and white, and it looks good. The, you know, there's nothing else. They added the little uh, blue trim down the side of the leg. It just looks good. It's it's a sharp uniform, and I like the team. So, and then fifth, I'm going Orioles. Yeah, sometimes they can look a little Halloweeny, but again, similar to the Pirates, black with a with a bright color accent. Love the love the Oriole logo too. So I'll go. Those are my top five: Padres, Pirates, Brewers, Royals, Orioles. Now we're going throwbacks. We're going old. Back to the day. And when I say back to the day, I mean back to when I was seven. Let's start Marlins. Teal pinstripes trying to copy the Yankees. I'm loving it, Florida. A little a little Marlin head coming out through the F. Like he's trying to fucking stab you with his little thing. I'll take it. Marlin's number one. Number two, I'm staying in Florida. The Rays. Yeah, that's right. I like that throwback, glow-in-the-dark jizz on a hotel mattress when you do the flat black light over it i like that that looked awesome jose canseco fred mcgriff blue to green to yellow that was the shit i'll go with the phillies okay this is a little before my time but when they had like the different shade of red and that like that baby blue kind of look like they're wearing pajamas when they wear the mostly blue uniforms i'll take those I like the Diamondbacks, the purple, the Luis Gonzalez when they won the World Series. Pinstripes, I liked it. I like anybody knocking off the Yankees with the different color pinstripes. I wish the Rockies would do it. They'd be on here too if they would just nut up. And then I'm going to kind of cheat on this one, but I'll go to the Expos, okay? That's the current Nationals, old Expos with the little like, I'm a, I'm a little kid. You know, like little like hat, little hats with the little like, it looks like there should be like on the top, like the little propeller that you can spin. They look like they're six. Those are cool hats. Expos colors are great colors. That, that They need to come back. I think the Rays should become the new Expos. Let's make that happen. All right, anyway, we're, we're going way too long in this. Let's go to the second voicemail. My name is John Baker. This is a notification call from our Department of Tax yeah, Debt and Financial these Settlement on the Services. Voicemail. I don't know there how are to new programs that can help you reduce or eliminate your it's debt a little completely. annoying. It is possible that your you guys tax should call debt can now be considered temporarily non-collectible. You can call so me back at my personal much. desk, 833-577-2561. Oh, he left a number, 833-577-2561. I would say call him and fuck with him, but how about you just call into my show instead? My show is 323-716-6072. Uh, if more of you call in, I won't play the fucking bullshit messages that get left like that. And we got one more here. I wonder who it is. Could it be Flemlo Raps, since I already ruined the surprise before? Joe E, we're good, man. Hey, listen, it's Flemlo. Bro, I got a little favor to ask you, right? So I've been thinking about changing my YouTube show to do, like, long-form deep dives on fellow comedians from America's Got Talent, right? And I want you to be my first video subject, you know? I just really want to explore people who had the opportunity on national TV to change their lives and the lives of their families but couldn't do it. You know, like choke artists, failures. You get it. Anyway, call me back, man, and let me know if you're down. I right, look, I gotta go. All right, peace. All right, man. You guys should check out Flemlo. I got him to record a little fucking thing for me, but he is awesome. I'm not kidding about his Jamarcus Russell uh, video he just dropped on YouTube. 
He doesn't need me promoting his shit because he's already crushing it. But Flumlo Raps on YouTube, you should follow him. And you should follow me. If you're listening to the audio right now, youtube.com slash Eric Helwig. You can see my face looking at you. I got my little thing here that says my podcast name. I put a little hat up top. I did this to cover up the Apple logo. The little My wife made an Eagles helmet cross stitch that I like. Isn't that nice? And again, the number you want to call in on the voicemail, if you would like to leave a message for me, doesn't have to be funny. You just ask me a real question. Whatever you want to do, tell me the show sucks. I don't give a fuck. Just call in 323-716-6072. One more time. Pull out your motherfucking phone if you're listening. 323-716-6072 to leave a voicemail with bringing the backups. Bring in the backups voicemail. Hi. Oh, and with that, we're going to get the fuck out of here. That is the show. I'm going to try to keep these babies under an hour, mostly because I don't want to fucking edit video for these two-hour bullshit podcasts I've been doing. So if I have guests coming in moving forward, I'm going to keep it quick. No more of this, like, just fucking, hey, what's going on? How are you? Fuck that. Come in, you answer five questions, and you leave. I don't know how I'm going to do another setup with a different camera. It's going to be too much. I don't know. Maybe we'll just do a couple solo episodes for the next couple months just to, like, kind of get this, get comfortable with this, and then we'll just we'll figure it out from there. But this is cool. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I don't, I, hopefully the video. <laughs> the other thing is, like, I don't, I don't know if my video is still going. So I could just be pointing at my dead phone right now, and the audio will be fine. But the YouTube video, I have to put up some fucking graphic for the last 20 minutes. That's what happened the last time I tried to, like for the Veil show, I only <laughs> I didn't have enough space on my phone. So tonight I had to like learn how to delete stuff off my phone. But anyway, whatever, my wife helped me. But the point is, I'm figuring the tech stuff out. I know this is what you guys need to see. You need to see the video. This is how you get the the kids on Instagram. I'm not going on TikTok. I'm not trying to fucking... I'm not trying to blow my brains out next week. Just like mental disorder fucking township over there. Why would anybody go there? Like just the style of the videos makes me want to kill someone. I hate it. I hate it. So I'm not doing that, but I will start putting up these clips on uh, on Instagram and stuff like that. So you guys can follow me there too. All that stuff. Everything, everywhere you're going to follow me is at erichelwick.com. So go there. Um, YouTube page. Anywhere you want to subscribe for the podcast. Anytime you want to see my shows, it's all there. Um, if you are, I mean, I will say this for the Temecula show, uh, there are seats available. And they're like, the lady selling this show was like, usually we sell it out, but, uh, you know, this show, there's a lot of seats available. You know, it's weird. You know, it's I've never had it where there's this many seats. I'm like, I get it. I'm a terrible headliner. So do me a favor. <laughs> if you do know somebody in Temecula, I'm only selling 100 seats for two shows. So, like, you know, tell them about it. <laughs> I would like to have a sold-out show like they've had every other time. So, anyway, with that, thank you guys uh, for listening to the show. Hope you enjoyed the video. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to appear on Bringing the Backups... Call in to 323-716-6072 and ask me anything. To help us grow, you can rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, 
or subscribe and leave me a comment on YouTube. If you'd like to see me perform, go to erichelwig.com where you can hop on my newsletter and follow my bands in town, which will let you know when I'm performing near you. You can also check out my merch store and follow me on social media. Lastly, the best thing you can do for the show is tell your friends. Word of mouth is free and greatly appreciated. Thanks for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.